0: all right so welcome to the rainmaker podcast and today we have my man damon dillard on and he is the ceo of uh, tdt financial uh, welcome to the show Damon.
1: what's going on my guy
0: oh not much man so um we're just gonna hop right in uh because i'm excited about this been following you for a, a long time um uh, we've missed each other got some mutual connections um and so I'm just grateful that we finally carved out a time today, even though things were kind of getting away from them. So I'm excited. Um, so, yeah, man, just go ahead and tell us where you're from and, you know, what, what you got going on, a little bit about TDT and how that's going and success that you're having and just kind of share a little bit about you.
1: Yeah, 100 percent, man. First and foremost, man, I got to acknowledge you. Uh, I want to throw it right back to you real quick and just kind of thank you for inviting me onto your platform. Uh, I've been hearing your name, I've been seeing your work in the community over the last six months and obviously it's been substantial. Uh, the lives that you're impacting right now go way beyond uh, what you probably could imagine because I heard your name, right? So um, I'm loving it man, I'm loving everything that I'm seeing. Uh, I honestly have a couple of people that I'm partnering with right now that are creating tremendous success uh, because of the things that you're putting out there. So. Uh, just, man, uh, again, I'm excited, uh, hopefully over the next 30, 45 minutes, we provide value and just continue to impact lives, man.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for that, man. I appreciate you, um, sharing that. So, um, well, yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about, um, what you got going on, success that you're having with TDT. What, what do you guys, uh, got going on over there, man? Yeah, hundred percent.
1: So, uh, the first thing I'll say, you guys heard my name already, Damon Dillard. I'm actually from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I like to tell people that um, I'm not as good as my results, okay? Like, let's, let's just put that out there real quick. A lot of people see my page. A lot of people see what's going on on social media. Uh, first and foremost, I know who buttered and baked the bread, so I got to give all glory to God. Um, what's been happening in our lives, honestly, over the last seven years has been nothing short of a miracle. Um, I think the greatest definition I've ever heard of a miracle is a change in perspective. And for me, my perspective changed when I ran into my mentor. Uh, I believe we learn in life two ways. Very simple. We learn through mistakes or we learn through mentors. Uh, In other words, we learn through pain or we learn through people. So when it comes to a kid that was born in Cleveland, Ohio, a single mother, moved to Columbus, Ohio when I was five, graduated high school with a 1.7 GPA. Uh, I didn't even know they offered credit consulting classes in high school, but they did for me so I could graduate. Uh, did not graduate from college either. I think the only reason I went to college was to play basketball. I, I did graduate. I actually graduated as a sophomore. So, some of you guys will catch that on your way home. It, it did not come with a degree, all right? It did not come with a degree. Uh, I, I had a lot of start and stops in life, you know? I was one of those guys that was trying to do the get-rich-quick scheme, and we'll talk more about that here in a second. But I was just trying to figure out how to provide a lifestyle for my family that I never had a chance to enjoy when I was younger. Uh, both of my parents did everything that they possibly could do to take care of me. Uh, but there was always more month than money. We never had enough money to get the new things. You know what I mean? I didn't have enough money to get the new Jordans. Uh, I couldn't even get any felize. I used to have the jersey. I don't know if you guys remember when jerseys were really uh, a big thing. But, you know, I had the Jordan jersey. But mine said Bulls in 23. But nothing on the back. You know what I'm saying? I, I, we didn't have money for the rest of the jerseys. So, um, but I always wanted to provide more. And so uh, when I ended up hearing about the opportunity of the life insurance industry, I honestly didn't know anything about it. Uh, I didn't even know what life insurance was really. Um, I had a dream just like anybody else. And if you're an insurance agent watching this right now, I pose the question to you. When you were in the second grade, did you ever raise your hand when they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And say, I want to sell life insurance. I want to be a financial No, nobody said that. We didn't even know what that was, right? I was the guy that raised his hand and said, I'm going to the NBA. You know, I was a huge fan of Penny Hardaway. I was a huge fan of Allen Iverson. And even though I'm vertically challenged, right, I'm only about 5'9", 5'10", nobody could tell me that I couldn't do it. So, you know, coming out of college, that was my dream, but I had tremendous responsibilities. Um, I had already had three children. I was a little bit older coming out of college, so don't judge your boy, all right? Don't judge your boy, right? 22, three kids. Oh my God, you was pretty active. Relax, okay. Uh, but anyway, had a girlfriend who was my wife-to-be as well. And uh, I remember speaking to my mentor. And, and, and I want you guys to write this down if you get a chance, right? I believe that when God really wants to change something in your life, he doesn't come through the clouds as an audible voice. He doesn't call you on the phone and say, hey, this is the direction I want you to go in. I believe he speaks through people. Now, our job It's to be discerning in who that person is. It's to have the wisdom to say, you know what, that's the direction I'm gonna listen to. Because that voice is gonna lead you one of two places, to poverty or to prosperity. And so I'm going through a workout, this is in 2014. I'm going through a workout, training to go to a a showcase for basketball. And my mentor just asked me, he's like, man, I know you're visiting all these financial firms. Uh, Are you really passionate about being a financial advisor? Or do you just want to make a lot of money and i said honestly man it's not even about making a lot of money i need to make some money i need to take care of my family i was behind on my promises behind on my bills i'm making nine dollars an hour moving furniture um and i was just like man i need to change and guys what he said next changed my life forever now we're going to talk about the pitfalls and challenges it's going to be a real conversation so Don't think I'm gonna say this and then automatically, oh, everything was perfect. No, that's not how it works. But what he said to me changed the direction of my life. It changed my perspective. He said, Damon, if you get your life insurance license, you will never have to worry about money in your life again. (laughs) Now, for whatever reason, in that moment, bro, I, I just trusted his word. He was a reputable source. He was my mentor. I said, okay, cool. And, and so, you know, what we'll, we'll get into some more details about what happened uh, here in a second, but you know, for me, got into the industry. Um, and, and it's been a lot of fun. What we've really looked to do over company names or anything like that, because let's be honest, man, one thing that I tell people all the time, every company is going to tell you they got the best leads. They got the pro- best products. They got the best leadership, right. which I would say we got the best because not everyone wins that comes through our company. Do we have the best leadership? Uh, no, it's imperfect. Why? Because I am the leader, right? So, so we definitely ain't <laughs> perfect. But what I can say is the difference that will happen in your life when you realize that you are the common denominator to the success you're gonna create is there's a responsibility that you take on. And when you take on that responsibility, now you also have the opportunity to change the end result. And when I realized that, that's when everything changed in 2014.
0: Yeah, and and I'm glad you mentioned that because, um, a lot of agents think it's leads, right? It's going over here, the IMO, it's the comp, it's all of these things, but the determining factor is you, right? Your it's your ability to get the job done. The pro, you keeping the promises to yourself every single day, consistency, right? Um, and so let's talk about that. Um, keeping the promises to yourself, right? What are some things that you've seen um, over the years that have contributed to some success that you have some things that you probably had to recognize in yourself that you knew when you looked in the mirror that you needed to change in order for things to change for you
1: yeah yeah well what i realized when i came into the business honestly man is if i wanted to change my end result i also needed to change the way i was looking about doing certain things right so if the end result that i was looking to change was income. I probably needed to look at the way I was going about creating income. What I tell people about this business and really it's about entrepreneurship in general, man, which I think you can agree to this. Uh, do you have any children?
0: Yeah, of course. OK,
1: so have, have you ever seen Snow White? Yeah. OK, so I, I like in entrepreneurship to a part of Snow White in the seven doors. I don't know if you remember the show, man, but uh, obviously she had this mirror. It was a magical mirror, right? And she goes, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the finest of them all? And the mirror speaks back. Well, I believe when you get into entrepreneurship, and for me, when I got into entrepreneurship, what I did is I said, okay, I have desires for my life. There are things that I'm looking to create that would be different from the results of the people that have created that told me to do that way, right? I, I heard the 40, 40, 40 plan already. Work 40 hours a week for 40 years to eventually retire and try to survive off of 40% off of what wasn't making it before. I saw the (laughs) end result of that lifestyle, and that's not what I wanted. So I said, oh, no, no, no. I I remember watching MTV Cribs as a kid. I want to live in a million-dollar home. I want to drive in a Rolls Royce. I want my children to go to private schools. I want to work two or three days a week and still love what I'm doing and at the same time have more than enough money. I wanted all these things. I wanted power. I wanted success. I wanted the beautiful wife. I wanted all that stuff. And so coming into the industry, what's crazy about entrepreneurship is there's no cap, right? They tell you, you can have whatever you, you can design this thing as big as you can dream. So imagine this, I'm going to that mirror and I'm telling that mirror, hey, this is everything I desire. Guess what the mirror said back to me? The mirror said, okay, Damon, I can give you all of that, but are you willing to work on your character? Are you willing to work on your integrity? Are you willing to become a better father, a better husband, a better mentor? Are you willing to work on your communication? Are you willing to develop new skills? Are you willing to work on your business acumen, your ability to sell, your ability to network? Are you willing to sustain and maintain and build new valuable relationships? It said, okay, you want this? These are the areas you need to change. And I love how you said, keeping the promises that you make to yourself because really that's integrity, right? If I can't keep integrity with you, I'm definitely not keeping integrity with myself. People ask, okay, David, how did you become so successful? Well, because I remember being the person with no integrity. I remember being the guy that could do this really well, but my talent always was getting me somewhere where my character and integrity could not keep me. See, it's it's real easy to, especially if you're a final expense, let's be honest. The sales cycle is very simple. I get to an old lady's house, old man's house, and I say, hey, you're probably gonna pass away soon. You might wanna get some insurance. They go, yeah, I do need insurance. I find something affordable, I walk away with a sale. Great, anybody can do that. But can you maintain that book of business? Are you willing to keep your integrity? Are you willing to keep the promises you make to yourself? Everything we create is predicated on confidence. So guess what? I can't create confidence within myself if I can't trust me, Damon, give me an example. Arturo says, hey bro, let's do a phone call at eight o'clock. And I say, okay, cool. I jump on the line at 8.05. Most people are gonna say, damn, that's not a big deal. You you got on the line, you, you're you're still there. Yeah, but, but here's the problem. I lied. What, what do you mean you lied? No, no, I lied. I said my word was I'm going to be on the line at 8 o'clock. But if I didn't show up until 8.05, that means I lied. Now, even though Arturo may not have a problem with that, maybe he's like, nah, bro, it's cool. It's all good. Doesn't matter. Guess what? I can't escape my mind. Yeah. My mind can't that. Yeah. The way you do
0: one thing is the way you do everything.
1: How you do anything is how you do everything. So guess what happens with a lot of agents, bro? They'll make that mistake over and over and over in their life. How you do anything is how you do everything. Then they make a promise to themselves that, Mr. Johnson, this is my week, bro. I'm gonna write 10K this week. Hey, this is my six-figure month. But then your mind remembers, uh, we don't trust you. So then you start to justify every excuse that keeps you stuck. And that's what I had to master in 2014 to get to where we are right now.
0: Nice. Yeah. And and that reminds me, um, Jim Rohn has a quote where he says, in order for things to change, you have to change. Um, And then he also says, you know, don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. Right. right. So um, that's the the thing that you got to do is you got to kind of look in the mirror, be honest with yourself and, uh, you know, make those changes. So um, those are great points. Let's back up a little bit, because I think there's some things that um, you said in there that were um, impactful. And obviously over, you know, since 2014, you learn those things on the way, right? To, to where you are now as a finished product. So take me back to, to back then, what were some, some, some challenges and things that you had to overcome? What was, what was going on back then that got you from there to, to right now? How were you able to, to manage all of that? My like, God, uh, uh,
1: what wasn't challenging is, is probably the better question. Let's start <laughs> with the licensing process uh how many of you out there right now may still be going through your licensing process maybe you heard about Arturo and you're like man this business sounds really really great but I'm literally on my third time trying to take this DAG on test and it's the hardest test I've ever taken in my life well I was the guy that took four times to pass his licensing exam
0: I took it three times
1: you see what I'm saying that was my first challenge my second challenge was It took me nine months to get my state license because of background checks, because it took me nine months to get my state license. So in that between time, keeping the vision and the hope that my mentor said, hey, I'll never have to worry about money again in this industry while I'm moving furniture for two minutes in a truck, while I'm working odds and ends jobs, just to try to make it. Watch this, I get into the business, Here's the scariest thing that happened to me quickly. I created instant success. That's probably the worst thing that could ever yeah. happen to somebody.
0: Because now you think you made it. Now you think you got it all figured out. I'm but gonna repeat I, this next month. I'm good. I don't even need to know that much. This guy's been doing it for a long time. No, I, I can do him. I can do it. You know, better than him in half the time. Yeah.
1: Listen, I came in. I was working for the state when I finally got my state license. And I was doing something for the Department of Finance. It was a cubicle job. I was making like 20 bucks an hour. I ended up getting fired from that position a week before I started in insurance. And the crazy thing is I was bringing in maybe three grand a month doing that job. I've always been able to do this. So I figured out the concept quickly. I made two grand in my first week in the field. So I'm like, oh, that means I can work one third of the time I was working before it create more income. Right, And I was really good. Like I, I learned the scripts and everything. But the one thing I did not develop yet was discipline. Like, so here's the tough thing. Like if I'm speaking to somebody like you and I, bro, we just naturally have talent. We naturally have business acumen. We're articulate. We're charismatic. I've relied on my talent for so long. When I became an entrepreneur, Write this down y'all. I realize I cannot skip steps. You cannot, listen, you cannot skip your process. And that's what I was trying to do. So the challenges that I had, oh my God, can we talk about chargebacks? (laughs) Listen, every deal that I sold, I got a chargeback on because I didn't (laughs) understand the concept of the business. I was lacking in humility. So everything that my coaches and my mentors and my trainers and leaders were telling me to do, I was trying to figure out a way around it. I was trying to figure out who had the good leads. Hey, listen, that he writing 30,000 a month. I need the leads he got. Hey, what, what, what county are you working? I need to work the county. I had to overcome myself. So what happened? I got my license April, 2014. I like to tell people you got two different dates in this business. You have the date that you actually get contracted with the carriers. And then you have the date where you actually commit to the business. That's two totally different dates. Mm. For me, the date I committed to this business was January 9th of 2015. I was three months past doing my rent. I was three months past doing my utilities. I had a 92 Saturn that I was borrowing from my aunt that got repossessed because I couldn't give her $40 a week. (laughs) I was not self-sufficient as a man life was in shambles. I was on my way out of the insurance business. Matter of fact, I was about to join another company. I won't even name the company I was with at that time, but uh, the name of the company starts with the president. We'll just say that. Uh, So anyway, uh, so I was on my way out of that company, about to go to another company that made it easier for me. I remember my wife, she was my girlfriend at the time. She said, Damon, you never finish anything. You said that you would do this for two years and give it all you got. You're six months in, you're struggling, and you never finish anything. See, it's different when somebody really, really knows the real you and they say something like that. That is different. This is what happened. The company was having a first Friday event. I went to the event with the intention of telling everybody I was out. I'm done, <laughs> I'm not I can't do this anymore. I sat down with a couple. I love them very, very much to this day. Sat down with a couple. And before I walked out, I literally, I had just put my jacket on. I was literally walking out and the wife grabs me. I need to talk to you. She said, what are you doing? I said, I'm about to leave. She was like, listen, sit down. She said, "Damon, you have more talent in your pinky than most of these guys have in their entire body. She said, the only reason you're struggling financially is because of your ego. And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, listen, six years ago, my husband and I were afraid to go to Walmart during the day because we had to buy things with the EBT card. Six years ago, my husband and I used to have to go to the fire station to get toys for our children for Christmas. Six years ago, we used to run an extension cord from our home to the home next door because we didn't have money for electricity, so we would steal it from our neighbors. Wow. Six years ago, we used to have to take the trash can from our house down the street so the trash man would take it because we didn't have money for that. She said, we make well over half a million dollars a year now. And the only thing that changed was we made a decision. She said, "What are you gonna make yours?
0: Mm. wow. Well, that's amazing and 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 you you mentioned mentors a whole bunch, so kind of walk me through those early years. Who are some people that were influential to to contributing to you, who you are now and 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 getting you getting you straight and but also believing in you, right? inspiring you and challenging you to to be your best?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I love that question, man, because mentors is such a watered down phrase now, right? Um, especially with the digital age bro everybody calls himself a mentor. everybody's a business coach. Um, there's a lot of coaches with no credentials right Like I listen what have you built? That's what I'm asking all the time. Um, so so guys, I don't want you to think that your lack of mentorship is also an excuse for your lack of activity. I get a lot of people that say, well I need the right mentor and then I can win. My first mentors were on something called YouTube University. Jim
0: Rohn Rohn was my digital mentor, for sure.
1: Come on, now, like, I know more about Jim Rohn. uh, (laughs) Les Brown. Les Brown, E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher, Tony Robbins, uh, you know, Claude Bristol, Napoleon Hill. I know more about them than they probably know about themselves because I've listened to them over and over and over. Now, I believe that the mentor and coach, I I just want to define that real quick. Two totally different things. A mentor is somebody who pours their life's example into you. Your mentor is not your friend. A coach is somebody that's in your field of endeavor that's giving you the place to run. That's totally different. So my first real mentor that changed my life was David and I met David in 2013 at an opportunity meeting. And I remember because I was broke as a joke, broke with multiple O's. I'm sitting in this meeting. I got an oversized suit on. My shoes were Stacy Adams. I know you've never heard of them before because they don't really make them no more,
0: right? They I had-, had a pair, I had several pair growing up. I always, I always got one pair every year, but that was just for Easter.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like they, they, were, they were a specialty, uh, but I remember seeing him in, in this event and I, I remember seeing him speaking. And honestly, I just saw a glimpse of what life could be like, but long story short, here's how he changed my life. I asked him a question afterwards and it was a very, uh, it was a very ambitious question because he was making over $300,000 a month at the time. This is in 2013, everybody else in the room was broke, including me. (laughs) And I I was like, listen, you're in an industry where not very many people make it. So, how are you making this amount of money and not very other many other people are. And what he changed is what he said was really what changed my life. He said, listen, Damon, there's no one in this room that believes the way that I do. Hmm. Bro, I almost leaned in like expecting the rest of the answer. Like, okay, tell me more. Like, let's get down to some strategy. And he was like, no, no one believes. I said, okay, what do I need to learn about believing? Because the word says, as a man believes in his heart, so is he. And so he told me to get into Earl Nightingale, The Strangest Secret. He told me to read Claude Bristol, The Magic of Believing. And when I started to really, really dive deep into belief, that's why I no longer, that's why I no longer sell the industry. Because, listen, there's people that are on YouTube that are nine years old making $20 million a year. <laughs> there's people that create something called a fidget spinner that was a hit. So so if the industry is what makes people rich, then now everybody thinks i got to choose the right industry. No. What Damon had to learn from his first mentor that changed his life was I had to learn how to believe. This is the last thing I'll say about this, bro. I'm not the smartest guy by no means there there's a million insurance agents that know way more about insurance policies than I do. But how have we created the results that we've created belief
0: that's it. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's a huge part of it, you know? Um, so, so let's get into that. You know, you guys are having so much success so fast. Um, you know, what are you guys accomplishing over there? What are you guys, what are some goals and things that you guys have your, your site set on? What are the special things that you guys are focusing on? Um, that set you all apart leadership, you know, the type of folks y'all looking to partner with, what, what are you, what are you all building over there? Yeah. Impact
1: man, everything starts with people first. At the end of the day, you want to build a business. you got to build relationships. You want to build a huge, huge business, You better build people because it doesn't run without people at all. Uh, So the first thing that I tell people, anybody that I partner with personally, is at the end of the day, you do not work for me. I'm not your manager. I'm not your boss. I actually look at it the other way around. I work for you. It's my responsibility in the very beginning to make sure A, I prove that you can trust me, B, that I give you the support and the tools that are necessary to create your success. So for me, it's been all about not manipulating people to get to do what I want them to do for my goals, but in fact, being organic and just simply asking them, how do you define success? Because if I can get you to figure out what success means to you, whether it's, hey, I want to make 50 grand a year, I want to make 500 grand a year, I want to be there for every one of my kids' games, and I can show you a plan to get that done simply, we win every single day. So at the end of the day, for me, it was impact. It was, okay, how many people can I help get what they want? Because then I'll never have to worry about what I want, as Jim Rome says. So our goals are simple, man. It's the amount of clients that we want to help create some type of financial freedom, create some type of financial literacy, help them make sure that when that time comes, their family isn't financially or emotionally devastated. That was number one. And then for our agents, how can we help them prosper? How can we make sure that at the end of the day, they are clear about what's about to be created in their lives over the next 96 months and the next five years. And and that's how we've gotten to where we are right now.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, definitely appreciate that. Um, and, um, you know, it's got, got me fired up. I'm excited. Um, and, uh, just really enjoying all the nuggets that you're dropping on us. This is uh, absolutely amazing. So, there's there may be agents out there that are thinking about getting their license, interested, don't kind of know where to go or agents that just got into the business and kind of struggling um, and not sure if this is the right opportunity for for them. You know, what's one thing that you would kind of uh, tell them or what piece of advice would you want to lay on them to kind of open their eyes to see what type of opportunity it is being in life insurance business from your perspective?
1: Yeah, I would tell them to understand the law. I I, I would tell you to write that down first. Understand the law. What do I mean by that? For me, I practice principles. I don't really rely on what man says because men are emotional, which means they're going to do what's right for them. But I believe that there's laws that govern the universe. Damon, what do you mean? Have you ever heard of the law of gravity? Everybody has. Gravity is a law. It's irrefutable. You can't lie about it, right? If you're at the top of this building, I throw you off. You're not gonna float, you're not gonna fly, you're gonna fall. Doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, black, white, doesn't matter, it's irrefutable. Well, guess what? There's also a law to creating wealth. When I learned this, a lot changed for me. I felt a lot more freedom, I felt a lot more clarity, I felt a lot more control, because if there's a law behind it, I can make this work in my favor. What is the law of creating wealth? Well, wealth or your income is going to be in direct correlation To the value that you bring the marketplace marketplace. what does that mean well the first question is well how do i determine my value three things very simple write this down number one what is the need for what you do well you're in the insurance industry is there a need absolutely there's a tremendous need why because nobody's going to get out alive (laughs) so it's one of the only things where i can go to any part of the United States, and literally give someone a business card and say, Hey, just real quick. My name is David. I'm a life insurance agent. If you don't mind me asking, do you have anything in place right now for your family? Simple question.
0: Hmm.
1: Number two, what is your ability to do it? Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. Are you willing to become a professional at what you do? The problem most people have, Arturo, is they're not willing to put in the time to create the result they think they want. See, for me, my mentor told me something very simple. He said, you want to create crazy success? What are you willing to make sure your name is synonymous with? Help me out, Mr. Johnson. If I say the name Michael Jordan, what do you think of?
0: The GOAT.
1: The GOAT. What else do you think of? Basketball. Basketball. If I say Tiger Woods, what do you think of? Golf. There you go. If I say the word LeBron James, what do you think of
0: basketball
1: basketball? If I say Kevin Hart, what do you think of comedy? If I say Denzel Washington, what do you think of
0: movies?
1: So what you all need to ask yourself is have you been in this industry long enough to where people say your name synonymous with an insurance policy? And if not, you haven't given yourself enough time. There's a book by Malcolm Gladwell. It's called Outliers. It says to become an expert in any field, you gotta put in your $10,000. So number two was, how well do you do what you do? Number three, how hard is it to replace you? Oh, Arturo, I'm struggling in the business. First of all, do you even know your presentation? (laughs) If I come to you right now and say, no, you can't have a book out we're in the middle of nowhere, you're on somebody's hood of their car and they say, yes, give me the information. Can you say it? If you're on an elevator and somebody says something about life insurance, are you able to give them a 60 second spill to invite them to do business with you? If not, you're not ready. So my encouragement to you would be increase your value. Are you willing to put forth the time, the effort and the energy to get paid like the professionals and experts in this industry. Right. So that's that's what we did. That's what we're doing. I know what your name is synonymous with. We might as well call you money man. You
0: know what I'm <laughs> don't do that. Dude, no, no don't do that. <laughs> you something else, man. I, and I appreciate that. You something else. But I think um, uh, another thing you're referring to is a, a skill set, right? And so in order for you to to get better, you got to do this a lot. You you know the the most successful people here, the most knows and a lot of agents say they're working right they say they're working leads I had a guy on my channel that did a hundred and twenty thousand in the last thirty five days and he said there's no such thing as a bad lead and and it reminds me of that 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 speech from Eric Thomas where he's like how bad do you want it when you want success as bad as you want to breathe right this gentleman writes half a million a premium every single year um, and he dials the leads like he don't have gas in the in his car to get home like he like he like he ate his last peanut butter and jelly sandwich right he puts in the work the man will call the lead 27 times until he gets the number that he promised himself that he would get he doesn't go back until then and so um you know it's really about putting in the work every single day and the promises that we keep to ourselves and so i'm glad that you that you mentioned all those things um and in closing you know, there'll be thousands of agents that watch this and um, there'll be something that they heard that may have inspired them or motivated them or they even had a realization of, huh, maybe I need to get closer to this guy. Maybe it is something that he knows that I don't know. Maybe this thing about a mentor is what I'm missing. And they may be looking, you know, for for something like that. Um, where's a place where they could reach out to you um, if they're watching this video and um, they're looking for a great opportunity? Yeah, for sure, man. So
1: this is the first interview that I'm doing uh, with the release. So I imagine that when this go out, uh, my product will have already been released. So this is what I'm going to encourage you guys to do. If you would like to contact me directly, all right, feel free to go to damonp.dillard.com. That's D-A-M-O-N. Middle initial is P. Last name Dillard, D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. There's more information on that site for you to work directly with me. Um, Of course, you can always go to tdtfinancial.com if you are looking for a platform or an opportunity, Uh, but ultimately, Arturo, again, I really appreciate you allowing me to do this interview because my purpose, I feel that my my, my reason for living is to positively impact the lives of a billion people, Uh, whether they're in the insurance industry, whether they're out of the insurance industry, you said a buzzword for me, and that word is confidence. I was somebody that was very, very, very insecure. I was somebody that was very much so lacking in confidence for a really long time. And the banks of my existence is seeing people that are struggling in life, struggling in their relationships, struggling in their finances, or even their health. So what I love about this business is it allows you to develop the confidence that will literally exude in every area of your life. So. Uh, I'd love to connect with you guys. They call me the Elevated Income Coach. Uh, Feel free to go on that site. We'll give you more information about the Elevated Academy and see if you're a good fit for the program as well.
0: Awesome. Well, again, I'm definitely um, thankful and grateful that we were able to connect today. It's been a lot of um, insightful nuggets that people have. Um, been receiving over this last 30, 45 minutes. So I'm definitely um, excited about this. And so we'll get this posted as soon as possible. But again, man, thanks for spending that time with us and sharing that. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Bye.